You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Any thoughts on a good lead-in, Lauren? Um... (laughs) I don't think we need one. Let's just roll with it. Okay. Well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, hey, Lauren, what's up? Hey. No. All right. Well, we're here uh, live uh, via recording for the G Factor podcast. Uh, of course, Tony Van. And Lauren Doherty. Thank goodness we've identified ourselves. Yeah. I, I, uh, Our this voices morning, sound very similar. <laughs> very, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yours is a little deeper than mine, but other than that, it's close. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Lauren, today we're going to talk about something that uh, kind of freaks me out a little bit, a little, little crisis, little crises. Yes, so. we are. And I mean, I know everyone probably feels like the past year plus has been a constant crisis of some sort or some shape or form, large, small, they all affect you um, and your business. So we thought let's, you know, let's tackle that and having a plan. Let's add to let's add to the crises by talking about crises, right? Exactly. All right. So kick us off. (laughs) Absolutely. So I don't think any of us could have predicted a global pandemic. I mean, I think everyone said that, um, and that is not something that was probably in your business's crisis plan um, or crisis communications plan. But we did want to take some time and talk about um, having a plan in place if you don't already and some tips to actually handle a crisis um, when and if that ever comes about. So I'm going to talk a little bit about preparing Um, there are lots of crisis scenarios that an organization can be vulnerable to. Um, so I'm going to give you a few tips to prepare and some strategies to utilize. Then Tony's going to talk to you about some tips to, to work through those, like I said. So first let's just talk about kind of identifying issues. So in your organization, I would suggest having a discussion, um, with leadership, with team. Um, if you're a one man band, that's good too. try to sit down and identify the top five to 10 um, issues. So it could be like a topic. It could be um, a sensitive subject matter that could become a crisis situation. It could be an accident, an incident, um, something that involves like damage or injury. It could be weather. It could be, especially here in Oklahoma. Right. Um, we've all been through that too. Um, it could be an emergency situation, um, a serious situation for safety. Um, it could even be like workplace violence. So there are a lot of potential issues, um, just depending on the nature of your business or your organization. Some other things to think about, too, um, kind of where you rank in a potential crisis situation is just your level of dealing with the public and the prominence of your organization or business. Um, Your culture can also go into that. and as well as your the experience of your leadership and team. And then kind of just evaluating where you are in a public relations standpoint and the efforts there. So some things to kind of think about when you sit down and try to identify, you know, these situations. Also something that I suggest if you've had any past crises, um, just review those plans or the levels of those situations and what happened, what went well, what did not go well. And that can help plan for the future also. 
Um, so basically after you identify some possible scenarios, um, you can kind of create smaller plans to, um, work with those scenarios, but I'm going to give you some main things just to, you know, include. So definitely identify your key staff and define their roles and have a like backup team as well. So who will be the spokesperson? Um, and also, you know, how, what that voice is going to be. Don't forget about planning for social media and the media cycle. That's one thing that is kind of different now. Super um, important. You know, <laughs> yeah, neither of those things stop. They're literally around the clock. So you don't have much time. Um, whenever you're formulating answers or information, you're, you're going to get a sheer just volume of response generally. Um, and they feed from each other. So make sure you are putting out facts, not fiction. And if anything is going to be spread, make sure the facts are what's being spread in that, in those cycles. Um, the other thing is identify your key media and influencer contacts. Make sure you have a good list. Keep that updated. It's where you can get out information, um, from your factual standpoint. Um, and then in your tailored plans, just make sure you have a scenario for each um, situation. So identify the audiences that would be affected, um, what tools you need or how you can communicate with the audience. And then if you can create some messaging, which I would make like some basically adaptable statements and fact sheets that then you can quickly personalize at the time. And then do some training with your staff um, for speaking to the media, as well as even um, writing on social media or on your website, making statements there as well. So those are kind of my key things to be prepared and how to prepare. Um, my other thing is kind of a bonus. So I would recommend having what we call a go kit, um, backup files. Um, of your plans, passwords, you know, all of the stuff that we just talked about creating, have a backup of that um, and have it accessible. Also, if you can have a laptop um, that can, you can just grab and go. If you have a desktop computer, try to have something else that you can use. Um, and then just the basic things you'll need, like think about how you'd access the internet or phone a camera, you know, those sort of things to use, especially, you know, in the case of like a natural disaster or something like that. We've all seen that before. So um, that's kind of the bonus prep to be prepared. The go kit is so important. I love that because a lot of people do all the planning and get everything set up and then they have these giant computers or these big binders and, and there's no way you can take that. I mean, you've got to think no. about the fact that, yeah, you're prepared for an emergency, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the emergency is not going to, or the crisis is not going to impact uh, your physical location or where you might have to go to respond or all of that. So, Right. And yeah, it's not the time to be creating like a 20 page plan for things. I try to keep it to two or three pages that you can easily digest and, you know, kind of recall in your mind and start running through it because you're going to be pressed for time for sure. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So tell us about some tips. Shall a crisis arise? What do we do? We have a plan, but what do we do? It's here. All right. Well, thank you, Lauren. First of all, you did such a great job kind of setting this up. So I've got kind of some uh, seven quick tips uh, that you can jot down. Uh, so first of all, just respond quickly. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of times the biggest pitfall is that, uh, you know, there's a lag. So the crisis happens, something happens, and then uh, you know, goes dark for a while or there's a vacuum. And when there's that vacuum of information, 
uh, oftentimes uh, incorrect information or speculation occurs. So you need to make yes. sure you respond uh, quickly. Second of all is, for the most part, uh, organizations, businesses, so on and so forth, already have stakeholders or supporters for that brand. So leverage those folks. Reach out to them. Build your community um, once that crisis hits so that you understand, like, you know, hey, here's how to get this message out or thank you for your support, that type of thing. That might happen. That might uh, benefit you during the crisis as well as afterwards, especially if your brand comes through and needs support financially. So you're a nonprofit or even a for-profit that might need um, some type of Kickstarter event and or people that are watching you in a basically a large um, global event or an international event such as a natural disaster, earthquakes, tornadoes, those type of things. Um, understand you need to put the victims first. Um, crises generally hurt people or harm people, whether that's financially or physically or mentally, that's, that's the biggest part. So, um, don't necessarily worry about positioning your brand or understanding the impact to your brand. Understand how it impacts those victims first and convey that, uh, acknowledge that, apologize for that, uh, yes. make there some kind of mea copa, if you will, if the, if the emergency or the crisis affects a large group of people, uh, that is much more well-received. It might hurt in the beginning, but people will understand, uh, if that apology is sincere. So. Absolutely. That's really good advice. Uh, thank you. The next thing, uh, is don't play the blame game. Uh, don't, Blame other people mm -hmm. for something that happens. If you're going to apologize, the last thing you're going to do is uh, need to turn around and say, but it was really that person's fault mm, or that entity's bad. fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, terribly bad. Go ahead and own it. Uh, just, you know, basically like uh, we're not worried about whose fault it is right now. We're just trying to fix the problem. And here yes. are the two or three things that we're doing. Um, the last pieces of this is basically kind of ongoing. Be transparent. Understand that uh, if it looks like you're shady, you'll lose immediate credibility. So uh, you will be under the microscope. Your brand will be under the microscope. That spokesperson will be under the microscope. Make sure they're trained well. Make sure that their talking points are vetted. Make sure that you uh, work through all the potentials, which is really number six, which is perform a what if uh, prior to, just like you were talking about when you're yes. kind of prepping. Play what-if scenarios, even have kind of write them down or put them on cards. Understand if this happens, what will this happen? If someone says this, what will this happen? How will you respond? Even if that response is something like, I'm not sure or worth checking on it, we will get back to you. Make sure that you do that. Make sure you get to them. Don't uh, just let that go. Right. Um, and, and I will finally, add, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. No, no, no. I will. I was just going to add really quickly. Um, you know, sometimes different topics may need different spokespeople as well, whether that's from knowledge base or their experience or, um, you know, personal background, even it, you just look at that, um, whenever you're deciding who is a spokesperson for which crisis situation, it may not always be the company president. It may never be the company president, you know, just think about that and consider who is best and who fits each role. Absolutely. And those rules are not hard and fast. I mean, we used to always kind of use, you know, like 
the CEO or the president always gives, you know, great advice or fun information. And then the PR person or the marketing person maybe gives the disaster information. That's, that is an ebb and flow. It doesn't really, you have to look at every situation like you're saying. So, uh, with that, um, the other thing is just make sure that your message is consistent, uh, company wide, brand wise, organization wide. So, uh, you don't want the CEO to say one thing and then the PR person or the spokesperson to come up and say something else. And then you have your subject matter expert saying something else. You, they need to be all on the same page and that same page needs to be truthful. So that's not, you know, get your lies in, in line. That's understand what you can say, what you should say and, and get it out there. Um, and then finally, uh, the last part, which is always the kind of the three little pig story is preparation is key. Um, it is too late for you to prepare for any type of crisis or crisis communications while it's happening. That's um, like building a car while it's moving at 55 yes. miles an hour. You cannot do that. So get your ducks in a row now. Make sure that you have a disaster plan, like Lauren said. Make sure that you get um, some of those talking points down and um, make sure that you have the go kit uh, to go. So all good advice. I will just wrap up by saying, you know, this can be a lot to try to think about and plan. I would try to start with your top five identifiable crisis situations. Um, And don't forget to debrief and learn from past experiences. Or if you do go through one of these situations, remember to revisit those plans um, and, you know, see what you can do better or what could be improved in case there is, you know, a next situation. So, The other thing is just try to stay ahead of the cycle. You know, Tony mentioned this too, but that's my other just key takeaway. If you don't think of anything else, just those two things, you want to be the first to put out the facts. Um, Don't let someone else shape the story for you. Absolutely. That's exactly right. You cannot let someone shape the story for sure. Well, good. Lauren, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm not looking for a crisis, but if we had one coming down the pike, I think we would be ready to go. I hope so. (laughs) All right. Well, very good. Well, this wraps up the Crisis Communication Podcast on the G-Factor. I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we will see you next week. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com. 